Good morning. Welcome to the Bond Sunday Morning Services. Thank you so much for being a part of it. I am Justin Lee Peterson. Uh, you can get involved by calling 1-800-411-2663, 1-800-411-BOND, or you can email church at bondinfo.org, church at bondinfo.org. Good morning to you guys. Everybody Good morning. Here. I'm glad you guys are here. Yeah. Um, they set the time up. The time went up today, and so I figured people would be late coming in, oversleeping, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm glad you made it. Um, you know, I want to talk about relationships today. How to? Uh, what I've noticed is that the hardest thing for people to do today is to get along with one another. You know. Uh, Mankind is having a difficult time getting along, and I wonder why is it that way? And I think I know the answer. I think it's because uh, in order to get along, well, I don't know for sure now that I was about to say it, but hopefully you guys can tell me what it is, you know, that is causing people great difficulties in getting along. Um, I noticed that... Uh, Women, not all, not all, not all, but women are killing men today. Did you know women are literally killing men? Yes. Driving them to the nut house. I had my son on the radio show, so I can talk about portion of this because he talked about it on the radio this week, this past week. And if you didn't hear that show, I recommend you listen to it this week. He was down visiting and he was talking about his relationship with his wife. And he said that... Uh, the hardest thing in the world for him to do, or ever had to have had done in life, is to deal with his wife. Yes. And this is the most difficult aspect of life. And he said the reason that it's that way is because, uh, and he said this on the radio, so I'm not telling his personal business. He said because she's pulling one way, he's pulling another way. He want to do what's right, and she want equality. She want the man and want to be equal. So she's trying to do it her way. And so it's this great battle going on. And this particular son is a good, good man. He really is a good man. And the average young man with five children would have left the family already. You know, they wouldn't stay in there and deal with a nagging, complaining wife that's trying to pull you another way. And he's the kind of guy that wants his wife to be home you know, he's trying to run his own business. He wants his wife to be home while he work, and she take care of the children and make sure things are fine. And she's just totally fighting against it because she feels like she deserves equality. It's not equal that way. It feels like he is better than her because he wants her to stay home and he has to go out to work. So it's really, it's so difficult for him that he's almost shedding down, just kind of giving up on it. And I talked to him about it and told him that he had to not hate that situation because that's what's bringing him down. Because if he shut down and he leaves the home, she's going to blame him for that, call him a failure, while she's trying to cause him to fail. Then I was talking to another friend yesterday, and they were telling me that they were on a vacation, and, and an emergency came up, and they decided to cut the vacation short. And the wife didn't want him to cut it short or something or something wrong with the hotel room or something, something dumb. And the wife just got in the car and just went off. I mean, everything he wanted to do in the car, she 
powder. She turned the heater up, turned the radio on. I mean, just making his life miserable. And I'm hearing these kind of stories all the time from men who are trying to be good husbands, but they can't deal with these angry, out-of-control wives. And wives have been given permission now to be that way, and they don't want to admit that they're wrong, so it's making it more difficult for the, uh, for the, uh, the husbands to deal with their wives. And these guys are trying to hang in there and do the right thing. And then uh, I'm here in families where fathers are having to correct the family. The kids are turning on them. They don't want, you know, they get angry. They don't want to hear correction. And in friendships, when you tell a friend the truth nowadays, they get mad and don't want to be friends anymore. You ever seen that kind of stuff happen? It's amazing how I now understand why um, no, no. You know, God has laid it out in the Bible how we should get along with one another. And either there is a God or somehow or another the people who wrote the Bible really would tune in to the uh, personality of mankind, human nature. Because everything they talk about in the Bible is absolutely happening in, 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 uh, with mankind right now. It's difficult for people to get along, and they're getting worse and worse and worse because most people do not want to hear the truth. You ever seen people that love you until you tell them the truth? It's just totally over then. But my great concern is what's happening to men in dealing with women. It is real, 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 real bad. Even those guys who are trying to do the right thing are having a tough time just hanging in there. I saw a hand. Did I see your hand, Susan? Yeah. yeah. I did. I guess I want to ask: um, Has were women always this bad? I mean, I know there's a since the women's liberation, yeah. it seems like young women they just automatically assume they're going to have a career, you know, and they're not going to stay home with their kid. They they don't. But I wondered if it was like that, you know. Well, and my question is: Have you guys noticed that? Things are getting worse between men and women, men and women, and, and relationship period, whether it's family or friendship or whatever, working relationships, they're getting absolutely difficult for most people to handle. I want to know if you saw that. But yeah, uh, women have always had this issue since the Eve, the day of Eve. But in the good old days, women kind of knew because they were more honest with themselves about what was going on, you know. Churches taught the truth about what was going on, so there was a better understanding about it during those, the good old days. And so women, most of them tend to try to control that nature, and they respected the men for the most part. So, you know, it wasn't as out of control, but now that you can't speak the truth about women and what they do, so they're, not, they're like out of control right now because nobody, no truth is stopping it. The preachers won't talk about it. Uh, the schools won't talk, businesses won't say anything, and if you do say something, automatically you're a woman hater, you know, and they blame it on the man. So that nature is controlling the woman because it doesn't get any truth now, and I think that's the difference. What do you think about that? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, I just see it. So, so I, if I was a young girl today, I don't know how I would survive. Yeah. If you know. Uh, you watch all these TV shows and all the women are saving the men and talking down to yeah. the men. And 
in relationship, women are bringing men to their knees. They really are. They're turning them into wimps. Yeah. Into little babies. Because women don't give up. They just go. And I'm, these are testimonies that are coming back to me. My son said, said, said to me, I said to him, you know, you can handle it. You just have to not be angry. He said, but you don't know what it's like to have someone every day, everything you do, just constantly nagging at you about it. It's like just going at you, at every decision you make. And then you live with this person, they work against you. And I'm like, yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't know what that's like. To, I don't know what I would do if I live with a woman and have to deal with that every day. I don't, you know. I, it's easy to stand here and say, you know, I can do it, but I don't know how I would handle an everyday situation like that and then have to raise five kids and, you know, run a business and all the stuff you have to go through. But women need to understand, they, that's, they need to cut that out. But they're not going to understand it if we don't tell them the truth about it. We've got to tell the truth. But it's, it's wiping out men. Ed, are you going through that already? No. Um, you just I, got married. How long have you been married now? Three months. But uh -huh. um, what, I'm, what I do notice is the, the attempt to do that. Yeah. And I just said, well, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> you know, it's, e it's a lot easier for me this time. I, we don't have kids together. We each have our own careers. I don't depend on her. She doesn't depend on me. And I'm going to keep it that way. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to yeah. buy a house with her. I'm not going to do this with her. That, that sort of thing. Right. So that helps a lot. But there is, there is a tendency to be told what to do every day, all the time. Now, however, I see it, and a little humor, a little bit of calling somebody on it, uh, a little bit of not giving in, you know, to your own, to your own feelings of doubt. Yeah. Those things really do help soften the blow. I notice that the more that the men are giving into it, it become, they become angry, and so they find themselves now tiptoeing around the woman to keep from making her angry yep. because they just don't want to have to deal with it. Just say, no, they're, no, they're did you do this? No, did you do that? No. My son said on the radio show and to me that, well, I'm afraid that if I stand up to her, she's going to destroy the kids even more so. Uh, and I said to him, you can't be have that kind of fear about that either because she's going to destroy them anyway. You know, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So you have a better chance of standing up preventing it than you would by not correcting her, thinking that that's going to stop it because that anger is there, and when you're not looking, she's going to take it out on the children anyway. And that's what fear is. When you have fear of speaking up about anything, you lose because whatever it is that you're afraid of is going to control you anyway. I'm sorry. A lot of risk is perception. <laughs> yeah. And, and a lot of perception comes from repeated messages one way or the other. You, and you can, you can blow that pretty quickly. Yeah. You can take a risk and all of a sudden you realize that what you thought was a big monster is just a sack of potatoes. That is so true. You guys understand that? Because yep. the devil make you think that if I speak up, this is what's going to happen. And it's not true. It's nothing. You got to speak up. You got to deal with it. Otherwise, you're going to lose anyway. Whether you're in business or friendships or whatever, you got to learn to speak up because first of all, you feel better and Forrest, why are you talking to yourself? What are you thinking about right now? Um. What is it talking to himself? Come on, let me lay cross on you. <laughs> <laughs> What's on your mind? My mind just wandering. About what? Uh, about 
the uh, in, in relation to what you're talking about, um, there's a black cloud hanging over everybody, and that's the financial situation being uh, cast upon us by this president, which is going to make all these things much worse. And um, I'm thinking, how is it going to affect the relationships? Is going to make are they going to be closer or worse? That's a very good point. It's going to affect uh, many relationships, relationships in a negative way, because relationships are built on finance. The foundation is the money, or built on material things. But if your relationship is built on what is right first then it's not going to affect you. Even if you do lose somebody, you don't have to worry because you know God is going to take care of you without even thinking about God going to take care of me. You just have that confidence because your foundation is built on something else. But it, it's already affecting relationships already. Well, yeah, but because a lot of you women are with these men and, and the role of reversing too. Men are with women for money. What they can do and how they look and how they make them feel. Well, if they're close to God, it's going to bring them it could bring them closer. I mean, people have retirements. That retirements are half what they were. People who prepared honestly their whole life right. are looking at this situation. People who need jobs, and and uh, it's we haven't felt the full effect of, of it yet. And I would, uh, I mean, I would draw closer to God because that's what suffering should do. Endurance. It should draw you closer to God. It should make you examine yourself to see, wow, my foundation is built on my material world. Now I need to, this is an opportunity to examine myself. You know, um, I'm not worried about the finance. Um, I, you know, I hope that we make it, but I don't feel any fear or worry about it at all. Yeah, I'm out there fighting it. You know, we're fighting against what's going on, but I have no worry about it because my foundation is just built on what is right. And so whatever God allows to happen to me, hopefully he'll give me the strength to endure it. That's all I'm concerned about. I mean, I'm sure you see clearly what is going on. I do, but I'm not worried about it because it's of the world, and my foundation is not built of the world. How many people know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, so when, you, when your foundation is truly built on love, yes, you want to preserve your money, you don't want to lose your heart earning and all that, but it's not going to shake up your inner world because it looked like something is financially is falling apart. God has made a promise that he's going to take care of his own. And if we're really his children, he'll take care of us. It's not, we didn't make this thing happen. And so he's not going to punish us for something we didn't do. You know what I mean? So I would go back to him if it, if that's We what, didn't stand up for ourselves. I know, but you still didn't make this thing happen. Okay, well. And so if you're worried about it, I would... It would, it would cause me to draw closer to God, to get over that. This is an opportunity to get over. Okay, that's, that's my question. Basically. Yeah, really. I wouldn't go with the fear. I will see that I have it because it's built on something wrong, something else, and I would overcome it. I really would. Let me take John first. Then I come. Yes. <clears throat> um, I've been married now for, well, about 47 years. Yes. And uh, to this day, and, and for the most part, it was my fault. And, and maybe it's even to this day. My wife does not want to see that she's wrong. 
under any circumstance. Yeah. Under any circumstance, she does not want to see that she's wrong. <laughs> and you know, you know. That is hard. Can you imagine <laughs> living a life in yeah. other. Yeah. I mean, there's not one thing that comes up you can say, you know what, I'm wrong. You're right, honey, I'm wrong. And, but that's the way it is. But then let me add, let me add something here real quick. You see, here's what it is. Uh, if you don't want to see that, that you're wrong, there's no way in the world you're ever going to head in the right direction. It's impossible. Yeah. You so see, if you don't see. Years, how have you dealt with that? What kept you saying? Well, you, see, you, you know what? Uh, I, I, uh, I find myself in a uh, fortunate situation. <laughs> She's, seven, she's 700 miles away. We carry, we carry on, we carry on over the telephone. Oh. See? So you have a telephone marriage. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's a good, I'm gonna recommend that to my son. Yeah. Why don't you move back to LA, leave your wife up there, and, uh, and run a marriage like that. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's amazing. It really is. So do you think if you were living together, you would be able to deal with it? Or would you be wiped out by now? Uh, well, I have to tell you, uh, until she moved up north, or we are supposedly moved up north, I stayed down here, uh, we had a hellish marriage. Now it was terrible. Give me it an example of what you mean by hellish. Well, well, the reason why is, you see, for instance, uh, if, uh, if you live with somebody who does not want to be wrong at all, under any circumstance, I mean, how are you going to live together? I mean, yeah. how, 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 is going, how that is going to happen, and that's one aspect. And the other aspect is, if, you, if, you, if, if, I don't, if I'm not what I am right now, and if I don't understand, and if I don't know how to deal with the situation, it makes it, it, makes it really rough. Yeah. It makes it really rough, you know. I have to say that. And uh, uh, so, I mean, are, I mean, you know what? Do you feel bad that she's living seven hundred miles no, away? Not at all. You don't feel anything. Not, not, not at all. <laughs> no, because the reason why she she has a choice. She can move down here. Yeah. She doesn't want to, so stay put. <laughs> okay. Do you notice that most women are controlling like that? There's a desire to control. Tim, do you have an issue with your, your marriage? Do you, do you have that nature of wanting to control? No, but like at the beginning, I felt like he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> like that's what? Why? Yeah, what made you feel? What was it about? Because I hear this all the time. This is already, the questions that I'm, I'm asking, I already know the answer to. I'm just asking you guys for fellowship purpose. What was it about that made you say, this is a dummy? You really <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm smarter here. <laughs> because that is the attitude of most women, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Tell me, I'm sorry, tell me your first name one more time. One more time? Yeah. Larisse. Larisse. Isn't that right? Women have this attitude, this is a dummy. I'm the smarter one here, he really doesn't know what he's doing. You don't mean most women had that? Okay, I'll come back to you in a minute so you can have me understand. <laughs> what was it about the man that's, that made you think, this is a dummy, I'm smarter, I'm going to control this one? Well, I know he wasn't used to doing certain things that I was, and um, 
seemed like um, he would do it the wrong way or something like that. The but wrong way based on the way you saw yeah, it? Yeah, uh -huh. or the way like my brothers used to do it or something. Cause I used to be around my brother before I got married. My brothers did right. a certain way. And so I learned how to do it too. Oh, I see. And so, do you see a habit nature no. where it's gone? Yeah. It's left? How did you get over that? Tell these ladies. Uh, it's just like... I'm the TV world too there, but how did you get over that nature? I guess coming here, I realized like um, we all need to do our own thing and make mistakes and that's how we learn. Yeah. And so is it better living that way or the controlling way? Um, that way. I'm sorry? This way. Yeah. It is better because yeah. you, don't, you don't have the world on your shoulder. Because the hardest thing in the world to do is to control another person's life. Because yeah. now yeah. it seems like this flip, like he does the right things. And I'm, he's always telling me, like, that's the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's controlling you. No, it's not, he's not controlling me, but it's like this flip, like he knows more than me now. Like, and how do you feel about that? I like it. You like that's it? That's the way you want it. That's how you want it? Yeah. You want your husband to be smarter than you? Yeah. And it appears that he is? Huh? It appears that he's smarter? Well, he... He knows he what he's doing. Yeah. Okay. And you like it that way? Yeah. We're going to have a women conference, I think in March. Is it this month, Patrick? March 28th. And so make sure you're there. We want to help the women overcome that. Mm -hmm. Mary, are you a controlling woman? Am I right about that controlling nature inside women? Oh, definitely, yes. And what is it? It's just the devil, I, I, because I don't know, I've you know, been married too, and it's always like the man can be doing something right, and it's like you just want to have something to say, and then you just want to piss him off so he can, I don't know, it's just very mean-spirited, and you don't, you don't, you don't want to be second, you want to be first, you want to say, call the shots. But when you do and they, things go wrong, then you still want to blame. You blame him for the failure. Yes, exactly. Isn't that amazing? It is. And so it's like something inside the woman, she literally can't help it. Definitely. And it happened in dates too, and not just marriage. Yeah, right. The but reason a lot of women are not getting married now because these guys are seeing that they're doing it even while they're dating. Yeah, but see, they you can camouflage it when you're just dating. Oh. But when you're married, it's like it really oh. comes out. <laughs> It, it, it killed, the thing about it, I want women to know, it works better the other way. If you don't try to control, you got yourself a decent man. Right. God has given him the ability to guide the family back down. Right. You know. But that's what women do. They'll pick the worst one, and then they, you know, want to blame him. So, I mean, it's like you try to find somebody who's got good standards, and then you got to. But they find follow. good men, and they kill those men, too. Well, that's true. They, they wipe them out. Yeah, they don't give them a chance. That's right. Like, Let me take Terry then. Yes, sir. Well, I was going to say, she said, well, how did you say that? You said you you, you wanted you didn't want to be second. You wanted to be first, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true. And and and, 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 right. and you know that that that's really the problem. If a, if a woman feels that way, she shouldn't get married. She should never get married at all. Because when you get married, that's that. And and I think that's a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of women don't understand that. When you get married. The husband is the the head of the household, and you're you, you're entering into that. But they don't think that a lot of the times. That's why I remember my my ex mother in law used to say, "Well, you know what, marriage is a partnership." Yeah, it's well, not. You know, marriage. It looks 
to me, and I could be wrong, and, but look like when you're married, nobody is first, per se. Especially if you have children, right? The kids, well, the kids are first. And so it's not like you have two adults who are responsible for making sure that these kids grow up with the best life that they could possibly have. And there shouldn't be any competition between the husband and wife. Now, in the order, the spiritual order, the man is the head. But you don't walk around in life thinking you're first. But it seems as though women are walking around thinking that I'm going to make myself first. Because I do hear a lot of couples say, and especially women who say, well, my husband doesn't pay attention to me anymore. He used to be sweet and kind. And I say to them, well, he was trying to get you then. That wasn't real. You know, he didn't love you. He was just trying to get you. That wasn't love or anything. But, like, when you get married and you have children, it's time now for first thing to be first. But you're right. Women want to be first to a point that they are turning the kids away from innocence toward them to make the kids pay a lot of attention to them just so that they can feel first. But while men allow themselves to be wiped out, though, as though I don't know, but pretend like I don't know, do you disagree with me on this? It's not that I disagree, but, but Mary said it, it's, um, I, I don't believe women go around with this in their mind, okay? It, they can't help it. And then they have not been taught. Yeah. Okay? And so it's not, um, you know, I'm out to get you. Because when you're dating someone, you don't date someone who's a doofus. You don't think about marrying somebody who's a fool. Okay? You want to marry someone who's going to take care of you, who's going to care for you, who's going to love you and your children. All right. Okay? Uh, but then when you get married, I mean, unless you're born again, unless you understand what is happening, for the man and the woman, you know, why does the man let it happen? Because he doesn't know any better. He doesn't he can't understand help it. Hell he doesn't he understand. That's right. And why is she doing it? Because she she cannot help herself. Yeah. She, we have not been taught. This is why in the opening I said that the problem is the churches are not being honest about it anymore. That's right. And so the women are not hearing what's going on in their nature, right. and it's only getting worse instead of getting better. I had a young man call me up the other day and said, i got to bring my girlfriend in for counseling. <laughs> it's like, she's gone nuts all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Why did this happen to me? You know, so they're not understanding what's going on. And we got to, this thing is so, I wish you, I'm going to have to write a book about it. It is real, real serious. Yes. It's real serious. Yes. And it's not a joke because it's destroying lives. And it's not just like that in marriage, it's like that in friendships nowadays. It's like that you have employees who are refusing to take instructions from their bosses. So it's not just happening, it's spreading out now in, in every area of life. Let me take Kent now. Take, yes, sir. Yeah, a couple of points. One, I think that uh, you hit on it with this, this natural order of things, which is that you really can't change the natural order, but you have a lot of men and women who are, are actually saying the opposite yeah. and, and so there becomes a whole conflict because they're saying something that's totally opposite of what is the real order. Women are actually innately going to respect the man. Yeah. If there was no interference, that's women right. would respect men and there's no issue. The problem is we have a society that has taken down man and as a result of that there's no respect left. Yeah. And I find and I, you know, you, you go out with women and like they, they see there's two sides to a man. One is a respectable side and the other is the ego side. And they'll literally 
if they pick up on that, they think you're even a little bit egotistical, they're all over that. Yeah. So if you say one good thing, like, oh, I'm a great tennis player, they'll go, no, you're not. Yeah. Like it's that they never, they don't let any, they don't let a man be a man. Yeah. So, and they have resentment. The minute that they pick up on anything like that, they're, they're all over that. There is a, a, a jealousy, uh, the Bible called enmity. Enmity between man and It's there, it's absolutely there. And it's so pronounced now that you will have to be crazy, blind, and crippled not to see it. It is so there now that you cannot miss it. Uh, even in, 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 in little boys and girls, a friend will tell me that his son was out playing ball the other day and they, they have these girls on the team now with boys and this one girl just got mean with his son and his son just punched him. <laughs> and I'm like, right on. <laughs> if you going to play with the boys, you got to act like the boys. But it's there, that spirit is there now. Right. And it's, it's, it's bad, folks. Yes, Mary. And well, the only thing I want to say, it has nothing to do with being taught anything. It's like you can be taught everything, but when you face it, it's like the spirit, the, your, the spirit that in a, comes in there yeah. is not the one that's, you can say, oh, I, I know better, but it doesn't, you don't do better because of yeah. the spirit. I think what she's saying, and I, and I agree with that, in the good old days, the preacher were not afraid to point it out. Yeah, right. That nature that was inside of women that bring on this destruction. Right. And then how the men should deal with it to help her to overcome it. And by them not talking about it now for yeah. fear of you know, the women taking their money or being called names, these women are growing up. The fathers are not there to tell them. The mothers are surely not going to tell them, most of them. So they're growing up with this thing just totally controlling yeah, them. <laughs> and they're unhappy about it too, to be honest. They are. They're miserable living that way. But no one's really telling them how to, what it is and how to overcome it. Right. Whereas they used to do that at one point. Yeah, they used to uh, say. Yes, I think it's important for fathers to, um, to to talk to their daughters and correct them and start early so yes. that daughters know what love is, what, That's a man, right. what a man's love is, and they're not afraid of it. Because I think that's, you know, maybe the grown women are, I don't know, maybe they're beyond help, most of them. Today, but if you can talk, you know, be sure you start with your daughters. Don't ignore them. Don't let things slip by without you. That's the purpose of the father. Yeah. That's why God gave the husband and wife so that he can teach. The mother should be teaching their daughters too. Yeah. You know, here, daughter, I had to overcome this. This is what you're dealing with. This is how you overcome it. Do not cave into it. You only get worse. Because these women are getting worse. They're getting cancers and all kinds of diseases and so it's not like they're having a fun time being this way. <laughs> it's affecting their lives as well, and, and relationships are out of control. But you're right, it's the, re the role of the fathers to do that. Are you going through this with your wife at all? Me? Yes. How long have uh, you been married? Long, long time. I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. You don't remember how long? <laughs> 38 so, years. 38 years. 38 years. And so do you have to deal with that hell uh, in your wife? It's a kind of, there's a struggle there, but I, I, know, I know what you're talking about, you know. But I, I think it comes to me when I'm, think, when I'm hearing you talking, it comes to me that part of, a lot of the problem is that men tend to put women up on a very high pedestal. Yes, sir. They worship women. That's yes, the problem. They yes, love yes, women. Yes, yes. They love women. It's the center of their life. It's all, it's, which is what, it, yes. it's just the, the, the ultimate. Yes. The ultimate in life. 
That is, and that's why the women are killing him. Because yes. you're right. They'll put them before God, that's before right. work, before themselves. That's, that's right. And women don't want, <coughs> many of them don't, even though they're in that role, they don't want to be there because it brings out the worst in them as well. But you're yes. absolutely right. That's what it is. And men are doing it more so today than I think any other time in history. Women are first. And that's yes. what the problem is. And a lot of you guys that I'm counseling with, I already know, I hear their stories, I already see why the women are going nuts because that woman is first. She's first. She's first, and then she has all this confidence that he's giving her yeah. being first. Yeah. That's her correct, that's her position in life that we put her in. Yeah. And, she, and, and, and obviously the guy's a dummy, he put her in this high position. Yeah. And so it's, the whole relationship is messed up. Yeah. Yeah. There's a song that says that when a man loves a woman. She can do no wrong. That's right. She can make him stay out all night or make him get up early in the morning. Uh, make him come home. Oh, yeah. She can or make him come home. She can um She can, uh, she can make a fool out of him because love, lo loving eyes are blind or something like that. And so, something like that. And, that, and I'm like, I forgot the song. Yeah, loving eyes are blind. So she can make a fool out of him and he won't be able to see it because he's in love. Right. Yes. Isn't that amazing? Yes, yes. And that is so true. Yes. Every time I see some of my friends who are dating, I start singing that song. <laughs> love it. Loving eyes can never see. Love, and they call that love. How are you going to call love when someone controlling you? Why do you think you're in love when you can't even, you have no say so? But they call that love. So when your wife, out of the 36 years, 38, 38 years, how have you dealt with that? Have you given up on it? Or how have you dealt with it? So that I can help other men to deal with it. Well, I, I worked on uh, watching myself. Sometimes I don't handle it very well. You don't handle it very well? Sometimes I handle it better. Sometimes I handle it worse. Um, when you handle it in the wrong way, what do you do? What are you doing that? Uh, I, I get angry. If I get angry and uh, try to, I'm falling into it, I, I, might, wait, I may feel myself falling into it being vulnerable. And then I may throw it off by getting angry. Yeah. And then I'm making it worse. Yeah. That's right. And yeah. why do you say you're making it worse? Uh, because because you are, but for those that don't know why I'm not you're making behaving it well, I'm, I'm going to lose respect in my wife's eyes because I didn't behave well. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not holding the right position of authority that a man should have. I'm and not, you try to, God. but she keep coming back, huh? What? You try to hold on, but she keep coming back at you yeah, until she, she finally gets you. coming back. She wants it her way. Yeah. And she wants it. And I, you know, and I'm reacting to what she wants. It's interesting how the man tried to do it right. He tried to hold on. He see this woman coming at him. And he, he like, Lord, help me through this one. I'm not going to get mad this time. <laughs> it looked like she hears him talking to the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> she hear this prayer going up to the Lord, like he said, "Okay, Lord, he's trying to hang on. I'm gonna show him." 
And then she keeps coming back, coming back, and coming back until finally you, can become, you become angry, and then she starts smiling. <coughs> You're like, yeah, I won that one. Isn't that amazing? Yes. And that makes you want to just hurt her, where she take uh, a wiki. Um, so is he right about what he's saying? Yeah. And why do you do it? What do women say? Why do you do it? I want. I, I don't know. I can't answer. This. I don't. I don't. I don't feel I'm. That demanding on him. I'm sorry? I don't feel I'm that demanding on him. Right, because you're not doing it to you, you're doing it to him. He's the one feeling the pain of it. I, I don't know if he does, honestly. He just said he got angry. I mean, I feel him. it the other way. I'm sorry? I feel it the other way. What way do you feel it? He's more demanding to me. Demanding of me. I don't feel that demanding of him. Is he wrong in what he's asking you to do? No. So why do you feel like it's demanding them? Um, well, he's not wrong in what he asked me to do, and so I don't do mind doing it, but he could be, in the way he asks, could be very demanding. Oh, the way he asks? The way he asks. He doesn't say please. But it isn't that he's asked me ever to do anything wrong, ever. But you want him to be nicer about the way he asks? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you want him to say, honey, will you please? No, no, he doesn't have to. I don't like that. How do you want him to say it? Just, just not. Because I hear that a lot, too, from women. Well, he doesn't I don't say like, it the right way. No, no, just, just ask, just, but not like, not ask without anger behind it. That's all. Just ask me. Do this, I'll do it, you know? But would he ask without the anger? Do you just get up and oh, do yeah, it? Oh yeah, I'll do it. I'll do anything he asks because he never asked me to do anything against my soul or you know. So what? What are you? Why do you make him mad? And why do you keep going after him if he is not? Is it? Is it because of the way he asked you to do it? That's why you go after him? No, I. <laughs> is he making this up? He's not really getting mad. He just thinks he is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She's confused yeah. now. So what? She's confused now. Uh, so you don't know why what he's talking about? Well, I I'm not sure. I yeah. guess I'm not sure. You're not sure what he's talking about? Yeah, I guess I'm not sure what he's, he's talking about. So he's making this up right now about. I don't he, think he makes up anything. He just, he's not like that. He's honest and straightforward. Give her an example of what you're talking about because she, like most women, they miss it. Well, she she expects me uh, to be. Uh, it's partly my fault also, but she expects me to be. I, I come home from work. I'm tired. I'm not in a good mood. I struggle through a lot of stuff during the day. She expects me to be real nice and ready to be real affectionate and warm and gushing and oh. real friendly. And then she comes over to be nice to me, and I, I kind of like want to push it away. Right. But that's you, a problem. Do you realize that the last thing you, a man need when he get home is mushy mushy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From work. Well, if I was a man, and I That's was, a song called If I Was a Man. <laughs> if I was a man, if I had a hard, if I was a boy. 
I'm had thinking a this lady is lying in this song. She said if she was a boy, she would know what to do, right? She yeah. would do this. I'm like, she's lying. She's never been a boy, so she doesn't know what you're talking about. Well, I, I think like when you have a hard day at work and you come home, wouldn't you want a wife to be there? Hi, honey. Glad to see you. Yeah, I but mean, not pulling on you and all over you. Well, I don't. Just think have it, dinner ready. Yeah. yeah, I do that, but I, 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 I don't see how you could be nice and then the next day you <laughs> shove the person. I just don't see how how That's that goes. Very I mean, good, good point. It's Excellent hard point. for me to just, you know, just think. See, I'm looking outside, thinking, "Oh, he's coming home soon." You know. Right. Like, I'm happy about it. Right. And then I get, like, a wall. And it's hard for me not to just say, okay, you know, I should be So when be he angry. comes in, you're looking for him to do what? Just be a little kind. That's all. Kind me what? Hug you? Hi, honey. Hug. And that's enough. I don't need... You don't want him to come in and say, hey, I don't honey. mean mushy, mushy, right. you know. But you... You want him to come in and give you a peck on the cheek and how yeah, you doing? How you doing? A little bit talk, whatever. He does what he does. I make dinner, whatever. And what do you feel like when he doesn't do that? Well, I felt like um, a slap in the face. Rejected. Basically. You feel rejected? Very oh, okay. much. Very much. I understand that. And have you told him that? Yes. What does he say when you tell him? He twisted around that I'm wrong. He's right, I guess. <laughs> I love that. That is a point that I can build on. I hear that a lot. The, the, I don't react well when people try to gush on to me or, or try to make a move that's too aggressive and that's going to force me to be good back. Uh -huh. I don't like that. I don't what, do you, what do you say to that? I, I understand how he feels yeah. because when I was working and would go home, my children you know, would want to, you know, they were happy to see me, they'd want to jump all over me. So what I had to do before I went home, I would have to go for a walk. I'd either, I, I mean, I lived literally across the street. I didn't drive to work. But I would have to get in my car sometimes and drive around or go to the mall or walk around the medical center until I was relaxed and I was in away from work yep. mentally and in a different place so that I could be there for them because they deserve that. I mean, do you feel that he doesn't love you when he comes in and he's not paying well, it's that? Not loving. It's, it's not loving. It's not loving. Oh, okay. Yes, Richard. Uh, <clears throat> being in that 38 year old marriage bracket, I understand what they're going through. And, uh, my wife was doing the same thing, and what I she would be upset when you come in and you didn't greet her, just, hold her. No, it's not so. It, it could be anything, any given day. Could be all of that, maybe not. Uh -huh. But what happened is that, depending on what the male, the male had done during the day, what he's gone through. When he get home, when he go through that door, it's, he wants to relieve, but he got this person that <laughs> it, that's. That's want to be loved right now. Give me, you know, you're going to, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me go to the bathroom and smoke a joint and be right back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and so I had to, I had to like, kind of like train my wife. When I come home, she would leave me alone for a few minutes. Just leave me alone. Let me go in the back and lay down. This is something else, so, man. I you know, just get, get, get through my thing because yeah. it's just like, 
you don't want to come home and your dog run up and you get him on the head and I go over there and sit down. You know, leave him alone. That's and, 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 and the average, the average female. What do you think about that? You I, I, I'm, I just, just I, think, I'm not finished. I think it's wrong. I think it's wrong. I mean, I think when you go through a day, you should handle it well enough that you shouldn't be filled with all this commotion inside you. And, and if you don't greet a person and you're not, if you don't greet the person, then how is that a marriage? You might as well be alone. You might as well come home. That's not every day. He wanted but there to are, okay. I'm sorry. There are days and there are days. Right. And the days that you see certain things in his face, in his eyes, leave him alone. Well, you know, back off. You can get your smoochie later. I mean, come on. So what now? No, I understand that. But a person should say, oh, I had a rough day or something, you know, to yeah. make me understand. You know? You've been there 38 years. You can't see it here? <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes you, you agree with what she's saying? I think I do. Yeah. From what I'm getting from what they're saying, it sounds like he's going through his day and, and maybe reacting to the stresses of the right. day not, not too well, and, and then coming home and, and then kind of, and, and, and his wife wants love from him, but he doesn't, have, have, he doesn't have any to give to her. That, that's all I'm seeing. It. You know, that's, that's how I see it. He, okay. I, 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 I think she could understand that, though. If she would understand that, it would, would maybe help. But I think she's wanting something from him he just doesn't have. It's called consistency. Yeah. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes, sir. She wants that consistency all the time. You know, it's just like a dog coming in. You know, I'm happy to see you. He might not want to see the dog. You know. <laughs> 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 she's married. <laughs> I'll be out in a minute. I'll be cool then. Oh, you gotta get how to deal with her. Yeah, yeah, I know it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found that uh, that with the enormous amount of pride that my wife has, she doesn't mind me being king as long as she is duly noted on a regular basis yeah. as the king maker. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. And that's that's the whole problem. Everything that everybody's raising their hand and talking about here is the woman wants to be noticed as in the background as the real king, the king maker, and it's a very it, it's a very subtle uh, difference. They want credit for, uh, and there should be some some credit there, but. Um, that's the way my wife is. She's but I, I can go back to what this young man said, though. Women, I mean, men during the dating period give women that uh, uh, permission, I mean, uh, yeah, permission to be the king maker because they surrender themselves to women for one purpose only. And so now that they'll put her in that position, and once they get what they want, now they don't want her to be in that position, but they put her there during the dating period. They make her, but they have, her. they have they have real contempt for that though, and then as the relationship goes on, I know, but it's a man's fault that he does that because he should not at any point put her in that role. You know, you can't put a king maker in the role and then tell the king when to step down. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what men do. They surrender to women while they're dating, and then when they get all that they want and they're fed up with this woman, now they want her to adjust herself 
and you can't do it. Well, but don't you think that in this society, the way it is today, if that doesn't happen, no one's going to get married? That's right. That's why we're working right here. To That's why we around. have nobody married in this room. Yeah. There are people married in this room. A lot of people married in this room. Yes. John's married. Pat's married. Pat, when you come home, do you kiss and hug your wife when you walk in? After I kick the dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After you kick the dog. Oh, um, got it. <laughs> the, uh, I do sometimes, but I, I know what they're dealing with. And uh, Stephanie used to complain to me about that, that I would kind of wear my work home. Um, and what does she mean, that you would walk in and not pay her attention? Yeah, you know, you're kind, of, you're kind of... Uh, Either something got under your skin at work, or you're kind of processing some stuff still you're dealing with, working out some things. So you're not quite 100% there and ready to just be an empty slate to kind of, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, deal with her and work, you know, whatever her immediate needs are and things like that. Oh, okay. So. And did you adjust? Did you change? Did I, you change? I, yeah, I I did because. Um, I mean, take, there's two sides to it. I mean, in the case of the woman, you know, they have to be understanding that in a work situation, a, a guy is going through a lot of stuff, and there is things to deal with, and they're thinking about things, and there's, there's things going on, so they should be, they need to see that too. But on the man's side, they definitely need to get over that. You know, I, I've, I'm not perfect with that now, but I'm sure I'm a lot better than I used to be in terms of, you know, being, being ready at the end of the day to be done with whatever I've been dealing with before and kind of putting it aside and moving forward. So. Have you seen his change in Patrick? Yeah. He's more loving when he get home now? Um, yeah, he's normal. He's normal. <laughs> but it's like when he come home, like, I, I know he had a bad day, and but I expect him to, like, a bad day and be happy to be around his family now. Yeah. And when, I, when he comes home and take it out on us, like, snap at us for different things, I feel like not love because I remember when I used to work and I have a hard day I used to like to come home and be around my family so that's where we're different he thinks uh, I guess guys think in a different way cause yeah. I'm happy to be home like oh I'm safe from home I'm, and, and when he mm. comes home and like take it out on us I feel like he doesn't I feel you don't feel the like she was saying you don't feel the love when yes well, you know like Richard said I think guys and women are a little different that way Guys are more like they want the they want to wind down from the work more. They want to kind of relax, take it easy, you know, and kind of just chill at the end of the day. Yeah. More so, and I think maybe women are looking more for the love from the fan, from the man or the dog or whoever lives at the house. There. I mean, no, no, you know, I'm not trying to be funny, but you know, they're looking for that companionship or whatever more than maybe a, a man is. Seth, do you when you're home during the day are you like? Waiting for your husband to get home, you can't wait until you get home. No. <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> you're not thinking that during the day. No, I'm not thinking that during the day. Are you thinking while wow, time is going by and he's coming home too soon? No. <laughs> like, he's doing his thing and I'm doing my thing. A friend of mine just asked me the other day, he said, Do you like, like staying home and doing laundry and all this kind of stuff? I said, I said, yeah, I said, I feel like this is my job and that's his job. Yeah. How about you? Do you sit, are you like waiting for your husband to get home during the day? No. You're not looking at the clock waiting for him to walk in and give me this great smack on the cheek no, and a hug? But no, no, I'm not. 
all day long thinking that's going to come home. <laughs> I'm not thinking that. Right. But when it's about the time when he would come home, and maybe the time passes a little bit, I might look outside and see if his truck's there, you know, thinking, oh, he should be home. It's getting a little late, you know. And why do you he? do that? I'm wondering where he is. And why? He's working too hard or something. You know, I wish he was home already. Oh, so you're thinking, wow, it's past five. He should be yeah, here. Yeah, he should be. He's working too hard. Yeah, he's working so hard. Oh, okay. Um, interesting. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think in my case, what I've been able, what's helped me a lot is to, to realize that both my, I and my wife have expectations. And anytime you have an expectation, it's just the mirror image of resentment, one way or the other. If you expect something from somebody, yeah, you're setting it. yourself up immediately. Yeah, and it. if I just come home and I go, uh, I'm expecting some peace. Yeah. Right? Or if I live by myself, yeah, I'm going to get it. But if there's another human being there, um, you can't expect them to expect that. I mean, you, you end up playing this unbelievable That's game with yourself. That's a very good point. And you think you agree with that, right? Well, well I, I don't even, I think she expects me right. to, she, right. she already has a, a, a tendency ahead of time to dislike, to hate it when people are rejected, when she's rejected. Right. Which is coming from her family life. Right. So, and I, and if she, if someone comes on too strong with me, like an affectionate thing, I have a tendency, based on my mother relationship, to reject that affection, yeah. that strong attempt to control me, to make me be this way that I don't want to be. Yeah. So there's a conflict of, 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 of uh, That's amazing. Set, it's, tendencies. It's the job of the stronger person to see the expectations of the other and how they're playing on them, and not, not have the same. Yes. James, you still want to get married about all this? <laughs> I, I feel the same way as, as they do as when, they, when they come home, when I come home to my parents. Oh yeah? They expect you to do what? Well, they're, I don't know if, well they don't get on me for not being affectionate well, What way do you feel when you go home and, to your parents? <laughs> they're like waving and smiling and being annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and you want to tell them to go sit out somewhere? You want to run to your room and lock away? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I understand that. Um, Fabian, you had your hand. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, yeah, I had um, something about the, uh, oh, what was it? Um, oh, how important it is to be patient, like you were talking about. People, you know, they're, they're so defensive. And what I see with me that um, a lot of times I would never speak up to people because I was in fear of their reaction to what I would, would say, yeah. you know, so I, I just wanted to make the point that it's so important to be patient with that, with people, and just say what you have to say anyway, because I had an incident at work, and I was hesitant, I was weak with it, but I just said what I had to say, the guy was out of uniform, and he really launched on me, I mean, he really, he was just really um, out of control. But this I, is on your new job? Yeah. And so but, another employee did not have his uniform on? Yeah, and that's a very basic thing. So I, I went through the, the proper order. You know, I went to the post commander and nothing got done. So I just mentioned it to him because he's relieving me, you know. And so I just mentioned it to him and he just, the reason I bring it up because I just see, I think that's what holds a lot of people back. They don't want to deal 
with the hell that comes at them. So you told the boss that this person that's believing me doesn't wear his uniform. He doesn't yeah. wear his uniform, right? Yeah. And the boss didn't do anything about it. And so you told a person you should wear your uniform. I mentioned it to him. Yeah. So what did you say to them? Uh, I said something like, how, how, why aren't you in uniform? Why don't you? Or what happened was well, he found out. Was it a black man? No, it wasn't a black man. But he found <laughs> out that I told the post commander because the post commander told him that I told him. Rather than correcting the problem, <laughs> he just <laughs> turned it against me so I could see the guy had a real attitude with me. Yeah. He wasn't friendly with me. He was, he, would, he was totally closed off. That's why I brought it up. Let me get some responses to that. <laughs> and then uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I don't think Fabian should be saying anything to anybody, but yeah, he's a snitch. That. that stuff is little. That stuff don't have nothing to do with him. It ain't affecting him in any way. And I don't think he should even mention that. What I you hear Billy laughing in the background. Yeah, it yeah, I was going to say the same thing because I've been going through the same thing. <laughs> but I think you should go to the person, especially when there's something that small. And that way they can fix it if you just go to that person first before taking oh, them to, to the hiring Yes, yeah. I mean, I understand why you guys say don't go to the boss first, but, you know, that typically it's the boss's job to tell the employee what to do. So I, I don't think Fabian was wrong by going to the boss. I think the boss, you know, really compromised the confidentiality that they had by saying something to the guy directly. He's a bad boss, and I, I don't think Fabian did anything wrong by mentioning the guy either. Hey, listen, why don't you have your outfit on? I mean, if somebody comes in without an outfit, it'd almost be weird not to say, what, "Where's your, where's your security outfit?" Okay. You had your hand raised. Yeah, I'm a post commander, and Fabian, you're right on two issues. Yes, he's supposed to come in with his uniform on or change before he relieve you. It's up to the post commander to correct him. Yeah. And if you, yeah, it's petty. I agree, but no, no misunderstanding. Let me finish. It's petty, I agree, about him not... So he was shaking his head? Yeah, and, uh, it's petty for him to not to change his uniform or continue, not to change his uniform doing shift change. It's really not your position after he, after you leave, it's on the post commander. And if he don't want to correct him, it's not on you, it's on the post commander. Now the, the client, which is you guys are working for, right. if he says something about it or one of the bosses over the post commander right. comes in, and have something to say, then it's on the post command. Right, so well, I know in this issue, the client is very strict. They're real, we cannot even have coffee up the, the counter. <laughs> they're real strict, and there is an order to do it. I mean, when some, this, this is not a petty thing. Company image is a lot in security. When you go in there without your jacket and tie, that he, he, you know, he made an agreement with the company to, to represent the company in a certain way. It's not, it's not a small thing, and normally I, I would, Normally I sure because okay. I have one. Yeah, normally I would just go to the person. I think, I mean, I what I did was a proper order, but normally I like to be more direct. But I could, maybe this was a weakness with me, that I saw the guy was real kind of an aggressive kind of guy. So I just gave it to the post commander. When he didn't deal with it right, then I went to the guy. And, you know. Did you have your hand about that? Yeah, yeah. Real fast. Uh, well, when you saw the guy being. You know, not wearing his uniform or anything. You know, obviously you brought it to his attention, and when you saw that your words were totally ignored, and you could say, "Look, you leave me no choice. I feel this is very important. I work for this company. I see it as my obligation. 
I have no choice but to go and talk to talk to your boss about that. But he didn't say that. See, he went straight to the boss, right? And without really, uh, you know, <coughs> without really doing that, and then of course, you know, the guy's going to get mad as hell. But, I mean, why, you know, why does he? I mean, I understand your point, but it's such a it's such a basic thing. I mean, people shouldn't have to. You, the guy is real a confrontive. Let me kind do of this guy. because yeah. you know, I don't want to be. All right. I just want to see the reaction to that. Patrick, you want to say something real fast about it? And you got the last word. I mean, well, I got the last word, but I just want to be I I can understand him going to the guy directly because the guy he's working with day to day looked like a maybe a loose cannon. So he didn't necessarily want to deal with that. And that is his prerogative to, to, to skip that and go, if he sees that kind of character he's dealing with, and just go, when he thinks make, t telling the boss something that will just be between them, and like Kent said, the guy, the boss gave up the confidentiality, which he really messed up. This is a pretty egregious mess up. I mean, if you're, you're working in security, and you don't have your security outfit on, I mean, you know, that's, that's, a, that's pretty big. Now, I could be wrong about this, so, you know, I don't know everything. Just most things. <laughs> Some things. But I think that favorite, if he was going to mention it, he should have just mentioned it to the boss and left it alone. Oh. Because if the boss didn't handle it, then apparently the boss didn't care. Uh, I would not have gone to that guy about that. That was dumb. Uh, and so once you told the boss, that was enough. And not your company. You know, you went and, and told the boss about it. If he didn't care enough to make the guy do right, I would not have gone to that guy. I think you need to, you need to know when to speak up and when not to speak up. <coughs> there are times that, you know, just go around, you know, speaking of the every little thing you see. Right. Because, first of all, you put your life on the line. Secondly, <coughs> it's a waste of time. Yeah. And it's out of order, I think, for you to go to that guy out the door to his boss as though if your company was wrong. But let me uh, say... And, if I that guy, I would have whooped you well, with your uniform. Real briefly, real, real briefly. No, um, not really. I wouldn't have whooped him. Uh, he, he, last night, he came in, and he had calmed down, and we had a talk. And I know, but see, there, but he, I mean, you, see, you, 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 you need to learn what's right as you see what's right. Right. You can't define what's right and then apply everything to no, that I, definition. Like, you know, I say speak up, right? That doesn't mean you go around speaking up to everybody about everything that no, you see is wrong. It's not like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's like what that situation was. Because if you went to the boss, so. why was it necessary to talk to the guy? It's not your company. It wasn't. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. The boss it, didn't it, even care. No, Jesse, it wasn't necessary necessarily. But I felt I had gone through like three or four weeks not saying anything to the guy because I, I sensed he was going to... It's not your business. It's not, there was no need. It's not your company. I didn't see any You go harm. to the boss because you're looking out for the business by going to the boss. Right. Right. That was the main thing, yeah. You didn't need to go to the guy. It's not like the guy... I didn't see any harm in it. <laughs> but I don't see the good in it either. Well, the, the good for me was that I, I, just, I just... You spoke up to a bully, right? <laughs> It's not like he needed yeah. to speak up to the bully or something. He does. And that's what you think you've done when it served no purpose. No, I think it did serve a purpose. But I mean, I could, <laughs> it served a purpose for him. I could what be kind wrong. of purpose? Huh? So his mind can think that he's, he's spoke up to somebody. No. And he's been afraid of that a lot of his life. <laughs> but, I mean, I see stuff all the time that, 
There's nothing in me that needs to come about it. And, and some of the stuff is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Am I wrong about this? No, no, no. I mean, he went to the boss. Now, I would have said, if you were in my company and you worked for me and something was wrong, and you come to me and say, Jesse, this is going on. Right. At that point, it's up to me to do something about it. I agree. But he, I also, I saw he totally cut off, like he was real cold to me, and I saw that and? he took an attitude <laughs> after I told the boss. And the so point think, is what? That's why, well, because I just, I, want, I, I wanted to kind of settle it. And so, just, but see, that's not to you. But it was helpful. It ended up being know? helpful, actually. <laughs> yes. But if if he really wanted to settle it, he would have he would have went directly to that guy yes. and dealt with it. Yes. Instead of being he he said himself in the beginning he was weak with it. I know I was weak with it and I should have. You don't go to somebody weak like that. You don't you don't go to. Uh, Did you go to the like guy after the boss talked to him? Yeah. I so, but that. all the trouble has started there, right? Because I saw that some. Because he. But I don't see where that was necessary. Oh, I mean, I could be wrong, but when you report it to the boss, then the boss should take the next step to cut down on the confusion that could happen, you know. But I don't, I wouldn't have been that bothered by the uniform. I would have told the boss, the guy that wears uniform, as <laughs> long as I have mine on, that's just fine with me. It's not my business. It was my business to look out for the boss by telling him. Right. Am I right, Ted? Yes. We need wisdom when we speak up. Yeah, yes. that's right. You need wisdom. You don't just right. go around looking for every little trouble. Oh, I, I don't, You're going to get your head cut off. I don't look yes. over I don't wear uniform. The guy's still not going to wear his uniform. I don't go we could be having your funeral today. <laughs> and the guy tomorrow still would not have a uniform Jesse, on. Jesse, I, I do not look for trouble. No, it's not. No, I'm not. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah. What am I saying? Be wise. You don't go out half-cocked at everything you see. You're right. And you have cotton on that one. You made the uniform too important to you. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You made it. I think once you report it to the right. boss because you work for the guy, he's uh -huh. paying you, you're looking out for him. The guy said thank you very much. Then you leave it alone. Right. You know what I'm saying? But now it's up to the boss to decide what to do with it. Well, what if the boss is not doing the doing the job? Yeah. It's not your business. That's right. <laughs> what if the boss is not well, doing his job? He didn't. He so didn't it's not your job to make sure the guy wears his uniform. I know, but Jesse, he wasn't That's why he the boss and you the employee. Well, then I think the proper right. thing is to go over to the field commander. That's the... Why is that so Maybe it's a, maybe it's a <laughs> snitch. <laughs> I got to move on. Time okay. Okay. I want to <laughs> Let me take Martin real fast. You, I want somebody to look. There is in the Bible where it says what love is. Love the long suffering. Love yes. is. Find that for me real fast. I don't have my glasses. So yes. I thought uh, you're missing the, the whole point that his cover was blown when the boss told the employee. So him not then going, to, trying to handle it himself and going to the employee then and talking to him. Would be a would be an even bigger mistake. That resentment would just sit there and yeah. So he I'm was forced to deal with that. Employee. No, that's not why he did it. He was ratted out by yeah, his He was frustrated that the guy didn't have his uniform on. <laughs> that's the driving oh. factor behind. Well, I'm not no. talking about that. I'm talking about once the boss ratted him out, then then he's forced to deal with with an issue that he shouldn't have to deal with. But I don't think that the boss ratted him out, because when my employees come to me with something, don't I go and say? Linnell said this, or Irma said yeah. this. Did I do that, Pat? That, that's not ratting that you're out. If you're coming to the boss about something that an employee is doing, you should be willing to face that and deal with it because you could be lying on an employee. 
So I don't, I do that too. When my employees tell me something like that about other employees, out in the real world, I get them together. The boss. So it cut down on confusion like that too. Yeah, but out in the real world, the boss, the boss would just come to the employee and say, "It's been told me that you're doing right, this right. or that." Oh, yeah. you won't, you won't be because it is out in the real world, ratting them out. Out in, in here, in, in, in your business, it's. You have a different um, agenda. Oh, I see. Okay. Out there, it's the rules are different out there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. Well, I haven't been in the real world. So I was, I was under the impression that the timeline was he went to the boss, then the boss. Well, Fabian talked about even going to the next level with this uniform. <laughs> oh, yeah. just I would have just because the boss ratted me out. I would have, I would have said, I don't appreciate you ratting me out. Right. I'm going over. I'm going over. No, I would have right. said, you know what? So since they have the rat out thing going on, I didn't know that. Yeah. I would have said, Mr. Boss, I would never tell you anything else about your business. Right. I would have gone to any other level of a uniform that somebody else is not wearing. So now he's going to make his boss mad and he's going to get fired. No. Over a, not like that. Over a uniform that somebody else is not wearing. No. It's not like that. It's not. It's, he, the boss is not the owner of the company. He's an employee like me. He's at a higher level. But he's, he's at a higher level. but. I know, but why would you want to get, take it to another level of a uniform that somebody else is not wearing? I don't need to Am now. Am I wrong about this? Jesse, it was resolved. I don't need to now. But I, if I it just, had not, you said that you would have gone to the next level with it. Well, I don't, I don't know. It depends on the situation. I, you know, the thing is, I hear what you're saying. Look, if you're frustrated and you're acting out of that, I, I, I hear what you're saying. But that's not what it that's was. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying oh. is that wasn't your business. Once you told the boss, it was out of your hands. But this guy, I could tell that he was told what I did, and he had a real attitude against me. So I wanted to, I wanted to kind of see if we can resolve it, and we it, it, it has been resolved. It was, I didn't go. So there. you had it out with him once you told the boss. The boss told him. Yes. And he started acting weird with you. Yes. And that's when you talked to him. Yes, he held me in. He had all this resentment for me. Okay. And that's why I felt like I needed to have it, you know, have it. Oh, okay. I don't Did you go to the guy and say, give me a quick yes or no because yeah. I want to get into his all real fast. Yes or no. Did you go to the guy and say, why are you acting weird? Are you mad at me? Or did you go to him and say, why aren't you wearing your uniform? It was, it was related to the uniform. So you yeah. went to the guy after he was acting weird with you and say, why aren't you wearing your uniform? Yeah, I don't remember exactly what I said, but yeah, it was, but, it was related well, that was crazy. to the It was related to the I thought you went to the guy and say, are you mad at me? Why are you mad? Well, we talked about that too, but yeah, it was related to. Maybe, I'm what? sorry, Freddie. You think I'm not totally out? Yeah, of you're, you're off on this one. Yeah, that, that's too much speaking up. <laughs> too much speaking up. I don't see it, but maybe you're right. <laughs> that uniform is too important to you. There's a practical thing here, which is. You know, somebody else does something wrong, you can put yourself into a position where you end up getting canned. Right. You said something. All right? day long. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know, you got to be careful not to do that. And that's what he's going with. Right. right. Telling the guy was one thing, but going back and telling the guy back again, he had his own reasons for that that yeah. weren't totally pure, and that's why. Yeah, if the guy was acting mad, I would have said, if I was going to say anything, I would say, why are you mad at me? And then you would have found out that the boss told him. But I would have gone, the guy's acting mad, I've already gone and told the boss on him. Now I'm going to say, where's your uniform? That's crazy. I mean, for lack of better words. But you don't see it, huh? Well, maybe I was wrong. You know, I, I think, I don't think it was out of order, but maybe I went too far. It's possible. But everybody, anybody agree with the way he did with it? No. I mean, all you guys did it first. You still agree with it? No, I don't agree with it. 
No. I will post them in two things if I ask. Oh, you better on the job? I'll tell you this, I'll, I'll have time for two minutes. Uh, uh, just, just real quick. Okay. How long have you been on the job? Uh, it's about a month. And how many employees are you working with? It's a single man post. You haven't been there a month yet, have you? No. no I rest you my case. About a month. You've been there about a week. Uh, a week or two at best. I rest my case. You still on probation, boy. Yeah, still on probation. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a snitch. And he's a snitch. You're going to end up getting fired yourself. These kind of people here are the people that kill me because they work for companies and they don't tell their bosses anything. That's true. And that's and because, oh, you don't want to be a snitch. I got to end because I have one minute. Read what love is. Me? Yes. Okay. I thought you already found it for me. I did. Oh, okay. Read it out loud. <coughs> According to the scripture. What so are you I, reading? Where you want the whole thing? Yeah, it's just some. Though I speak with the tongue of men and angels, but have not loved, I have become sounding a brass or, or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed your, the poor, and though I give thy body to be burned. Let me do this because of time. Sorry. <laughs> Love is, and you can read it later, is long suffering. Is, um, uh, yeah, she read the wrong thing. Yes. It's, it's endurance. It's all of that. And the only way that you're going to develop these friendships and marriages in the right way you got to be willing to have the right kind of love. You got to overcome this emotional stuff. And the way you overcome is be willing to accept truth about yourself. And then don't hate other people when you find out things about them. And in this society today, that is not happening for the most part. That's right. The truth is not primary. People don't. So as a result, you can't endure anything. You don't have patience with others. You're, uh, you know, you're very emotional and all this stuff is is happening in your life because you don't have the real love. Real love causes you to be patient with other people. And this thing about your husband coming in, and, and I, I, don't, I don't think you mean to be extreme with it, but you want a hug or, you know, hi. What you got to realize about men is that men are, they are not emotional creatures. The only time they're going to hug, the only time your husband's going to, not the only time, but most of the time when he come in and give you a hug because he wants to, sex or something a little later at night. Other than that, you, most of the time you're not going to get that hug and kiss. Because men are only that kind of attention to women when they are, are ready for something like that. But most of the time, he loves you very much. He's thinking of you, but he, he's not going to come in that way. And it's not personal. It doesn't mean that he doesn't care about you. He's just not emotional in the way women are. So when he does come in and hug you, just know he must be feeling something for later that night. <laughs> and it's not personal. Isn't that right, man? I'm telling you, that's what it's all about. But it doesn't mean he loves you. That's why he takes care of you. He watches over you. He's honest with you. He works for you. But he's just not feeling that. It's not in his nature to feel what you're feeling when he gets home. The woman is feeling good. She's a hub, make her feel like he loves her. And if he doesn't, make her feel that he doesn't love her and all that kind of stuff. Am I right? Do you understand what I'm saying? I can't hear you. I understand. 
But just know he does love you. The fact that he come home and take care of you, he's not cheating, you know, he's been there for you. But he's just not feeling that emotional stuff. He's just not feeling that way. That come once a month for him now. Especially at his age. <laughs> but he still loves you. And women are basing their love, they think that the man should be feeling the way that they're feeling. And if he's not feeling that way, it means that he doesn't love her. And that's not true. It's really not true. There's a difference between a man's nature and a woman's nature. That makes sense? Yeah. Martin, you want to tell me something real fast? Well, I mean, I, I had another definition if you wanted it read, but. Yeah, I don't have time for it. But it's long suffering, it's endurance, it's not, it's not based on the other person at all. You know, it's not based on if they're going to be your friend or not be your friend. It's just, you, out of love, you're telling them the truth because you want to help them. You want them to have the peace that you have. And that's what marriages are based on. That's what I told my son. I said, you got to stop hating your wife. She cannot help herself. And if you don't hate her, she won't drag you down to a point that you will leave your family. If you don't put her on a pedestal, you know, I said, you have five kids already. You don't need any more sex. Cut out the sex. And if a man doesn't need sex from a woman, he can deal with her then. But as long as he needs that sex, uh, he can't deal with her. He really can't because he has, she has something that he needs for his ego. And so if you need something for your ego, how can you stand up to the person that, you know, you need it from? So you need to, I want you to read that thing about what love is. And uh, you need to realize that if you're having these issues, you got to overcome and women need to drop their anger. They need to stop trying to control. Because if a man allows you to control him, he's going to be out there cheating with another woman to feel good about his wife controlling him. Because it's not his natural nature to allow that to happen. All right, so you must be born again. Get a copy of my Be Still and No uh, prayer CD. It will calm you down so that God can catch up with you and show you how to overcome. Uh, uh, it was mentioned earlier that you must be born again. You need a new nature, a nature of love, which is not based on anything outwardly, not at all. And we got to start telling women the truth because these ladies are suffering. They're not getting married. If they get married, the marriages are not lasting. They're destroying the children because of their anger, because of their insecure, insecurity. And it's not natural to be that way. So check us out. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you guys as well. Appreciate it. <laughs>